Hello again, this is John Ellington with Living Discipleship Ministries. I'd like to welcome you back to our podcast. And if this is your first time hearing us, uh, please go in and look at some of our previous episodes. You can also find us on Facebook at Living Discipleship Ministries. And uh, we have some sermons and some messages and words of encouragement on there. And you can also follow us there to keep track of the works in our church and how we're glorifying God and how you can be a part of that. So thank you for tuning in today. Today we're going to talk about uh, not being ashamed to profess the name of Christ, not being ashamed of the gospel. Uh, you know, it happens too many times, um, you know, and, and I'm talking to the, the people who have already accepted Christ and are walking this world as Christians and doing Christian works and things, you know, there's always room for improvement where we can do things better. And uh, one thing, and I struggled with this for a while um, until I got a little more comfortable and a little more educated about the Word and the Bible and, and saw some people in action, but... You know, we always know as Christians, we know about God and we know about the Bible and we know how we should act and we know how important it is to uh, be a part of the church and and, to dedicate our lives and our hearts to Christ. But we sometimes have trouble telling others about that. We feel like, well, we can't go talk to this person or they're not going to hear me or they're going to think I'm crazy or, you know, they're going to say something. You know, and we've talked before in previous episodes that that's how evil comes into your head and drives that wedge and stops you from furthering the kingdom of God. It, it shuts you down, you know, and if he can get those thoughts in your head, then that's that much less people that you're going to touch and bring to Christ, and that's more people that, you know, are going with the evil one. So, you know, we want to kind of address that today. And, and going back in, and, you know, it's at funerals, is where I see it more so than ever. You know, a lot of times we go to a funeral, we knew the person, it's usually somebody we're friends with or was in the church or, you know, that we're pretty sure. But what about those times when we get those people who are not necessarily in the church or we haven't necessarily reached out to or we didn't know that well or maybe we knew them well but we never brought up the subject, you know, of have you given your heart to God or, you know, what are your beliefs? And we had all that time to spend with them. But when we're in the funeral home or we're in the church and the casket is up at the front of the building and the the earthly body is in the casket, we find ourselves asking, I wonder if they're in heaven. I wonder if they knew Christ. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. You know, that's the wrong time to be thinking about that because it's too late by then. You know, we we don't take action sometimes when we should to be bringing people into Christ for whatever reason it is. And I want to go into the book of Romans, and uh, this was written by Paul, as some of you know. Chapter 1, verse 16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. He says, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. And why should we be? Why should we be ashamed for going out and professing the word of Christ and professing the word of God and and bringing more people to Christ? That is what we're charged with as a Christian is to go out and spread the gospel. And, you know, the, the sheep 
the one sheep that varies off from the 99. We're supposed to go get that one and bring back, you know. But we we find so many excuses not to do that, you know. Well, I don't have time, or I don't know what words to use, or I don't know if they're going to accept me and or listen to me, and you know, is somebody going to make fun of me and all this? All these excuses that you know, evil the evil one uses to, to get in and stop us from doing that so I'm telling you today walk boldly and be not ashamed just like Paul says here in Romans I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth and that includes you you know we, we talked about scripture in the past he that is in you is greater than he who is in the world we know what God's going to do for us we know that God's going to favor us for doing his work and fulfilling the great commission that he tells us in Matthew to go out and make disciples of all nations. So why are we ashamed to do that? Why do we stop ourselves, you know? Now I admit we're all human. We got human tendencies and things like that and things that are going to limit us. But I can tell you this, when you go out and you do it, the more you do it, the more you get comfortable with it, and the more you overcome that fear, and you find that really there's nothing to be ashamed of, there's nothing to worry about, and the worst thing they can do to you is say, I don't want to hear it. And, you know, then you move on. It's like he said, you know, that he told the disciples when he went out, he said, go into this town and, and go into a house and say, peace be with you, and if they accept you, then you stay there and you preach and you spread the word. If they don't accept you, then you go outside of town, kick the dust off your feet, and move on to the next. You know, don't dwell on it. Don't worry about it. If this one is going to accept, then great. We'll stay here and do that. But if not, we still got work to do. We're going to go find the next one. So, you know, and when we talk about we're not abandoning those people, we've planted the seed. we put the thought in their head, you know, and they're going to say, I, I wonder why that man walks around trying to tell people about God. And he's going to think about it. And then maybe the next one comes along and maybe this time he lets him get a few more words out. And then he ponders that and eventually somebody's going to come along because you've planted the seed and others have planted the seed. Eventually that seed's going to sprout and that person's going to listen and be open. But if we are too ashamed of being ridiculed and mocked and or cursed at or run out of town or losing a friend, you know, then that seed's never going to be planted. So just... You know, step up to the plate and start spreading the word. You know, don't be ashamed. Uh, we move into uh, Matthew chapter 10. Matthew chapter 10, uh, verses 32 and 33. says, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him I also deny before my father which is in heaven so there he makes it pretty clear if you deny him on earth you're gonna he's gonna deny you in heaven so why would we take that chance why are we going to deny all the wonderful things that God has given us and and not spread that to others and put that word out there to bring I mean why are we going to be ashamed why are we going to let the evil one hold us back with fear and anxiety and and worry about what's going to happen just step out there and do it and you know you'd be surprised and I, I've, I've had to learn this myself because as I moved into ministry and stuff and you know I wouldn't start the conversation if somebody else started the conversation I could participate but I 
I would see somebody or I would hear something or, or see something they posted on the internet or or I would hear them talk and I say, you know what, I got an answer for that. I really need to go up here and tell them about God and I need to tell them that there is a solution to their problem and this is what they need to do. And I, but I wouldn't do it because I was worried about that rejection. I said, you know, they're going to think I'm a nut job. They're going to think that, that, you know, they're going to call me a holy roller or a Bible thumper or something. Well, I got news for you as I progress. They don't call me a holy roller or a Bible thumper. I don't care. I don't care what you call me. I've said it before. It doesn't matter what the world calls you. All that matters is what Jesus calls you. And is that that you are one of his or you are on the outside, you know? So once you break the ice, it's just like anything else, you know? Once you break the ice and start talking, it gets easier every time you do it. And there's no reason to be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. I mean, why would we be ashamed of the creator of the universe, the, per the person that's going to give us eternal life and, and blessings and things of that nature? Why would we not want to spread that word and tell others? You know, and we are, it's a, it's a dereliction of duty, if you will, as a Christian, to be sitting at a funeral service of someone you knew and be wondering if they knew Christ. You know, that's our that's our job as Christians. That's given to us, that's outlined in the Great Commission to go forth and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. That is a commandment to Christians given by Jesus that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to spread the word through all nations. And especially if it's somebody we knew or were acquainted with Look at all the opportunity, and when you're sitting there reflecting in that funeral home of all the chances you had to find out the answer to that question and you didn't act upon it, then you start feeling bad for them, and you start feeling guilty as a Christian. You're like, you know, I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I should have taken advantage of those opportunities, and I should have professed the gospel to them. I should have told them about Jesus and what Jesus did in my life and how Jesus is helping me and, and what good things I've seen come from, from believing and, and stepping out in faith and all the prayers I've seen answered. But instead, we held all that inside and we didn't say one word about it. And now it's too late. So why put yourself in that position? Why sit here and wonder and worry about this person? If we are truly loving our neighbors as we love ourselves, why would we find salvation and not tell them how to find salvation? You know, that's our charge. That's what's given to us. And, you know, a lot of people tell me, they're like, well, John, I, I, you just get up there and you say these words every Sunday and, and you talk to these people and you say these prayers and all of this. And yeah, the, the words are physically coming out of my mouth and I'm physically doing the motion. But I'm here to tell you, that's not coming from me. I didn't make this up. I didn't write the book. I didn't, it, it's, God has chosen me and I know this. I have a calling on my heart. I've seen works. I've heard words. I've seen things come to fruition. And, and I know that God has called me to spread the gospel. And I know that. And it's not words I'm making up. This is spirit-led and you know I'll see a situation and it just downloads and like a computer you know it's like I'll read a piece of scripture and it's like oh you can do this 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 and that and that and say this and do that and use this example that's how the spirit works with me anyway I know it everybody's different and, and how God uses everybody is different and that's not for me to say right wrong or otherwise that's between you and your God and not for me to decide or judge or condemn or 
are saying is right or wrong. The only time I got the authority to say what's right and wrong is what's written in the Bible. And that's what we all do. We seek and we listen and we compare it to the truth and we go from there to see if it's of God or if it's of something else. So that, that is spirit-led. That is not me. These are not my words. This is what God wants you to hear and I am the one or one of many who he has chosen and that's the way I look at it. And so I, I have a gift. I mean, I've, I've taught classes and talked to people for years in my former profession and and as, you know, promoting my business and making sales and whatnot, I mean, I've got an act for talking to people and, and God has used that talent for his works now in this second stage and and that's what, what I know it to be. Now, some people will say, well, I don't know what to say and I don't know how to do this and all. And, you know, my, my plain and simple answer to them is this. There's two things to do. Number one, if you are fellowshipping with other Christians and you got... You know, we know that all parts of the body make up the whole. So if you're associated with a church or a group of Christians, a ministry or whatever, you got other Christians, see, you, you're good at meeting people, but they're good at proclaiming the gospel. You take that person who wants to know that person who's seeking and you get them in contact with this other person who knows how to preach the gospel, who knows the right words to say, who can pray well, whatever the situation calls for, that's why we fellowship and we use all parts of the body. Now, if you're not in a position where you can call somebody, you're in the spot right here, right now, something happened, and this person wants to know right now from you, right this second, why do you believe in God? Why do you go to church? Why do you pray? Why are you so in love with this Jesus Christ fellow? What's this all about? <coughs> and you go, man, I don't know what to say. I can't quote scripture. I don't know anything about it. But I, I challenge you this. You know why you love Christ. You know why you pray. You know why you go to church. There's no textbook answer. There's no right or wrong. As long as you're staying within the boundaries of the Bible and the words of the gospel that Jesus put in this book, you can't go wrong. So the first thing you do is explain why do I believe? You don't have to quote a scripture or know the Bible back and forth or or be called to be a pastor or, or, or be a you know, knowledgeable in all this stuff. Just tell them straight up why you believe. What happened in your life that made you come to Christ? Because we all have that story in us. We all have it. Or there might be a situation where you know, this person's going through something that you've gone through. Because the scripture also tells us that no discipline is pleasant while you're going through it. But once you have endured it and you come out on the other side, you are stronger and better prepared. And one of the things that we learn from these trials and these hardships we face on earth, it's not pleasant while we're doing it. But when we endure it and when we come out the other side, we are now equipped to help someone else who's going through that same little trial we know what to expect we know what happened we know what could happen we know what we did and we know what God did to pull us through it and now you're equipped to help somebody else walking that same road and that's what we got to know and that that is gifts that we're all given all of our life that we have lived thus far everything that we've done every time we've prayed to God 
before an outcome and seen that outcome and every time we've prayed for an outcome and we received a different outcome and looking back we realized God had the plan that was better than the wisdom of man he knew what I needed more so than I did and praise God that he did that and didn't leave me in charge without a messed it all up you know stories like that are easy to tell because we've lived them we know you don't have to be a have a degree in theology or have some profound story or anything like that you just tell them what you what you know about it and then you invite them into church you and you keep your Bible with you what does it hurt why would you be ashamed to have a Bible in your vehicle or in your your personal bag you carry around or whatever the case is an app on your phone why be ashamed to spread the gospel? Why be ashamed to be a follower of Christ? There's no reason to be ashamed. This is the creator of the universe. The man who breathed life into you and created you and knew every hair on your head even before you were in the womb and has watched you live life and been there with you every step of the way even before you knew of him and believed in him and accepted him. He was still following you, waiting on you to come to him. And now he's put someone before you that wants to come to him and you're going to say, well, I can't talk about that because I'm, I'm a little embarrassed or I might not say the right thing or, you know, this person might. Don't be ashamed. Walk tall. Walk bold. Don't deny the Father on earth because you don't want him to deny you in heaven. Don't deny him. Just use that opportunity. Don't find yourself sitting at a funeral regretting that you never told this person about Jesus Christ. Don't put that guilt on yourself. Don't put yourself in that position because it's so easy not to do that. Not everybody has the ability to just go stand on the street corner and start preaching. Not everybody has the, the uh, way of words to explain things or you know, to give the accurate description. Not everybody has that confidence. You know, we're all given different gifts. But every one of us who are Christians, each of us have a reason why we came to Christ. Each one of us has a story of some sort of why we believe. And some of you say, well, I believe just because when I was a kid, my parents told me to believe and I had to go to church and this is what I had to do. And, you know, that's just what we're supposed to do. Well, you need to really search your heart and, and search the scriptures and and make sure you got a pure heart and you're not just doing this in vain you know because if you're not doing it with a pure heart then you got some work to do on yourself you know we have to accept Christ in our heart profess it with our lips and we got to mean it we can't just do it oh well, this is what we're supposed to do this is what mom and daddy told me to do when I was a kid and you know so we, you're just supposed to go to church that's what everybody says if that's what you're saying now and you're calling yourself a Christian, you've got some work to do. You need to get with those people in your church or get in the book, the Word, and study and make sure you get, you're doing it with a pure heart, not just going through the motions. Because it is all about what's in your heart. But you tell that story to that person. It could be anything. Simple. Any time that God showed up in your life and you know it. Any prayer that was answered, any situation, you know, you'd be amazed at these little stories. And God doesn't do these things for nothing. There's a purpose for everything he does. 
and all things that happen on earth, good or bad, whether he started them or, or the evil started them, he works all things for his purpose and, and for your good. So there's always a reason why everything happens. And we don't know it and we don't need to try to know it. All we need to know is to have faith in God and trust Him to work His will in our lives and be open and accepting to, to follow whatever He tells us to do. But we can't be ashamed. We can't wonder. We can't waste time. You know, when we see somebody hurting, we see somebody struggling, Instead of saying, you know what, oh, 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 Bob over there, he really got himself in a hole. You know, he made some bad decisions, and you know, I'm just gonna have to kind of step over here and let him figure that out. You know, and I'm gonna, I'm not gonna be associated with that. Well, what have you done? You call yourself a Christian, yet you see your fellow man in a hole, and you have the answer. You have the ability to help him and bring him to Christ to help him get out of that hole, and you denied that because you're ashamed to go profess the word of God you're ashamed to introduce them to Christ you're ashamed to say I'm a Christian why why be ashamed you know now I do understand that in some countries and some parts of this world it's just like the olden days if you proclaim to be a Christian they're coming after you with cloak and dagger and they're going to string you up in the street and I understand that sometimes as Christians throughout parts of this world we got to kind of lay low and sneak around and you know kind of do this under the table but we still need to proclaim the word of God and we need to bring people because we're not going to get rid of that cloak and dagger and we're not going to get rid of those that persecute us if we quit bringing people into the kingdom if we quit increasing the church that's not what God told us to do God didn't tell us to cow down in fear he didn't tell us to remain silent he said to go through and profess the word of Christ and to not be ashamed of the gospel not to deny me on earth we're charged with spreading the gospel and making disciples of all nations and we have God with us God is within us Christ is walking with us you know and said before that 23rd Psalm talks about as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will feel no evil because thou art with me let me tell you something I said it before when you are walking in the valley of the shadow of death, remember that God Almighty created the valley. Jesus Christ has defeated death. And if you're a Christian, you've accepted Christ into your heart. Christ resides inside of you and he is walking beside you. So not only are you walking in that valley of the shadow of death, you are walking with the man who created the valley. And the man who defeated death is residing inside of you. So what do you have to fear? What do you have to fear? So don't be ashamed of the gospel. Go out, be loud and proud. Tell anybody and everybody you can. Take advantage of those opportunities. And you know what? If you if you just can't, if you just don't have it in you, you don't have the words, you don't know how to deal with people, take them to somebody that can. Go get a brother or sister in Christ and bring them into the situation and let's let this happen. You know, find something on the internet. Find a, a, a scripture or a passage and just show them that. Give them a Bible. Whatever you can do. But the worst thing you can do is turn your back and leave them out there to sink and wonder. At the funeral, it's too late to be worrying if somebody knew Christ. As a Christian, it's our job to spread the gospel to all nations. So if we know someone and we're talking to someone and we were close enough to them to be at their funeral, then why would we not be able to speak to them while they're walking the earth and make sure that they follow Christ? So, remember, 
we talked before, don't be fooled about the simplicity that is in Jesus Christ. It's simple. It's simple. And start out with, why do I believe? You don't have to quote the Bible. You don't have to know every scripture and know the perfect right words to say. Just start the conversation. And they're going to ask questions. And you're going to have some answers that you might not even realize you had. You're going to have been through some situations that relate. And the thing is, is the Holy Spirit is going to work within you. And the words that God wants them to hear are going to come out of your mouth. The scripture also tells us, knock and the door will be open. Seek and you will find. If you are seeking God, if someone is seeking God, they are going to find him. And that might be through you. So don't let evil come in and corrupt your mind and tell you you're not worthy enough or smart enough or don't have the right words to bring somebody to God because when that moment arises if you're the one that's there God's going to give you the words the Spirit's going to come in and move you and that person that's seeking will find Christ through you the door will be open now the, the job might not be completed with you but the door is going to be opened and they're going to start walking through it and you're going to be given that opportunity to bring someone into Christ so don't be ashamed and don't deny your Heavenly Father here on earth. We don't want to do that. So always just know that when somebody is, is there, all you got to do is tell them your story. We all have a testimony. We might not realize it is a testimony, but something happened in our lives to make us believe in Christ. And even if as a child we were led to Christ and led to the church just because our parents said so, even at that, let's move past that moment and let's move into when did you give your heart to, to Christ? What really made you believe, hey, this is more than just going to church. This is more than just reading the Bible because I saw this thing happen and I felt this or I saw this or I heard this. God has moved in your life at some point in time. He's done something to convict your heart and that's why you're there today. So tell that story. May seem insignificant to you, but it might be right on target for what that person wants to hear. Nothing is done without purpose, and nothing is done that's not God's will through you as a Christian unless you make that choice. And it is not God's will for you to deny Him. That is a human weakness that we have to overcome. And we don't don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed of the Scripture tells us don't be ashamed. Be proud. Be bold. Walk with Christ and spread that gospel like He tells us to. So. Hope that's been a little bit of encouragement. You know, break that ice. Don't sit here and wonder. Don't sit here and search for words. And if you're worried about it, just go in to get you a couple of scriptures, your favorite scriptures. Think of your testimony now and just have it in the back of your mind and be prepared for when that day comes. Because that day is going to come. You're going to find somebody somewhere, some point, sometime that wants you to tell them about God. Or you're going to see some opportunity that you could intervene in the situation and bring somebody to Christ. So be prepared. Be ready for it. If you don't want to be hit on the spot, just go ahead and get your little note card. Write it down. Type a note in your phone. Highlight some scripture on the Bible app to use in that situation. So we all have it in us. We just got to step out there and do it. And once you start doing it, it gets easier every time you do it. And you have a great joy and a great feeling when you've helped somebody that way. So let's don't be ashamed. Let's get it done. So thank you all again for tuning in. Like I said, you can find us on Facebook at Living Discipleship Ministries. If you have any questions or comments or would like more information about the church or maybe even to 
tell us something you'd like to hear us talk about on here, uh, you can email us, livingdiscipleshipministries at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in today, and God bless you.